Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 22nd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. Doesn't sound like you're doing great. You have a good Father's Day. What's going yeah, on? I'm losing my voice. I have no idea where or how. You know, these I, people don't need to hear about this. I, 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 you know, I've been in isolation more or less. Been the healthiest like three or four months of my life. Kids, rugrats aren't going to school, bringing home all manner of diseases. I think it's these people behind me. This guy's just always having fires outside, <laughs> which is great. But the smoke goes right to our house, and it's been open window season. And he's even having it like when it's 75 degrees out. I think that's what it's come from. But either way, we, we I digress. How are you doing? I'm doing splendid. I'm just, uh, I enjoyed a, uh, enjoyed a, uh, Father's Day Junior for myself and uh, had a had a big burger cook off. The burger dog showed really well in it. And, Did it win? You know, my my father in law refused to pick a winner, but I think oh, I think everybody in the room knew which one won. What is this? It was my best a burger participation dog ever. trophy yeah. for everybody. It was God. an incredible. I had bacon jardinera on it. Some oh, nice cheddar. Good. It was, it was a wonderful burger dog. And the propane didn't run out. I was worried about that. Propane running out with your in laws there for some big grilling contest would not be good. No, no, propane <laughs> did not run out. It was, uh, it was, it was stocked and ready to go. You know. All right, let's move on to uh, any other any business we need to discuss here at the top. Anything? No. The merchandise is on sale. You guys are, you know, there's a couple polos left. We're gonna keep those at twenty bucks off, like a couple, not a lot. Some th- keep thick, those thick boys, and uh, there's some some smalls, some some Abraham ham answer sizes. <laughs> you can get uh, get those. There's, we'll keep them twenty dollars off for, till like ten a.m. Monday or something like that. There's only a few left. It, XLs, that would require me XXL? to remember to change. Oh, all right, it, so. all right that's <laughs> true. Anyways, merch is up. Hats, shirts. Hats, Hats are, are gone. Unfortunately, gone, sorry. we'll get we'll get more. Thank, More traveler shirts you. have sold than I expected, <laughs> which is our little face-off we have going on. I, I think I, the I understand that this the traveler shirt is most likely going to be a loss leader, but well, the point wasn't that it sold. The point was that it existed, <laughs> and we brought it into existence, made it available for purchase, and the actual purchasing was not necessarily the point of this whole. It's a collector's but, item. <laughs> a lot of people have, uh, well, a few people have more than I expected. All right, let's thank, get to the thank golf. Thank you to everybody that's ordered. Stuff, yes, thank you guys. It. You guys are nuts, sickos, <laughs> shotgunners, nut jobs. All right, we have a new, new FedEx Cup number one. The greatest player is, in the world without a driver. <laughs> Webb Simpson, number one in the FedEx Cup. Also, more importantly, what could be the greatest brand synergy moment of all time, he's number one in the Wyndham Rewards. He's got a freaking kid named after the hotel. I I think this might be. He's had a very he's had a great career. Seven wins, yeah. a oh, major great career, a players, yeah. a playoff event in there in those seven wins. But I think this might be his first time getting to the top of the mountain. Not true. Not no. true. Twenty thirteen or fourteen. We got. I got the. <laughs> Why you didn't expect me to have research on that? No, I did not. Yeah, it's his, it's first time since 2013-14 season. So I don't know when or where in there that he did, but second time to the mountaintop. So um, 
I didn't so, expect such a sharp rebuttal there. <laughs> <laughs> so he's back on top. I just think if he wins Wyndham Rewards, like this is someone who's going to use all the rewards, all the status. He's got a kid named after the hotel chain. We know what that Sedgefield tournament means to him. There's so, got to be a lot of Wyndhams down in, in the Carolinas, too. There's I think gotta that's be right. Wyndham country, right? right? But unfortunately, there's no distinction. Like, he's got to stay on top at FedEx. Like, they should, it should be some sort of separate race, some sort of separate points race, something that handicaps it more in Webb's favor, as opposed to just straight up FedEx Cup points. But either way, we have a new number one. We, I have to say, you know, he, I've been to, I went to Wyndham Grand, I think it was, their premium, premium for, for a pool party at a wedding and Ju- it was at the Jupiter one. It was quite yeah. a nice hotel. <clears throat> I think we've shortchanged I, uh, the Wyndham. If there's the Wyndham Grand, these guys might actually use that. Who knows? That's I I don't mean to give an advertisement here, but the Wyndham Grand Well, oh, I can nice I one. can counter that with a Wyndham is one of the only places I've ever checked out like within an hour of checking in. <laughs> I won't say when and where to not talk the individual. Like I, I'm pretty low maintenance. I just need to know that I'm not going to get like killed in my sleep or you know. There's like, at the Wyndham was definitely one that I think it's the only place, only time I've ever done. It, it was actually last year. The so. only time I've ever done that is I was driving through. I had I tried to stop in Memphis. I was yeah. driving. I had an emergency and I had to get back from Texas. And I was driving. And I stopped. I tried to stop in Memphis, and then that was no good. So I I just drove through the night. I got <laughs> in, got out. Getting in and out gave me the adrenaline rush I needed to get. Yeah, through the night. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've mine. This came it at wasn't like a one window in the morning. And <laughs> It came at one in the morning. I just needed a place to crash, and like I was not tired enough to risk it and stay. And I checked out and moved on. Okay. Did you drive through the night then? No, no, I was on the west coast. I was just looking for a place. So, all right, um, let's get to it. Webb. So, in addition to new number one, we have a new scoring record at the Heritage. Be- to par, beating the Boo Stopper. <laughs> I already. I've already been exposed to that nickname. It's still cracking me up. Uh, so he's 22 under relative to par. Beating The boost stopper is Brian Gay for those that <laughs> missed Friday's episode. Beating Brian Gay by a shot. Uh, two shots, I should say. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know that this, this is an apples have, to apples compared. This an asterisk by it. Why? Because you're, you're saying he still holds the spring low score. Yeah, exactly. This is This is, this is like... This would be like saying that you're the, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a, you're the the bowling, the high score of bowling, but you use bumpers. <laughs> oh the other God. score didn't have bumpers. It was, it was like a pillow out there. No wind. It was soft. In the spring, there's wind, and it's firmer, faster. This was this was so much different than, than the summer. I'll tell you, Kip Henley is on Twitter just assailing the notion that this comes anywhere close to Brian Gay's work. Uh, I mean, he caddied I mean, for Brian there, Gay. There was like 45 guys that had a chance to win today, and <laughs> Brian Gay won by 12 or 10. Well, that's what, he's, that's what he's saying on Twitter. Don't come at me about this comparing Webb's scoring record is equal to Brian Gay's in t- 29. 10 under got second place when BG <laughs> shot 20 under. 10 under finished T48. This week, case closed, and the next case is walking into a courtroom. So, Kip Henley might, fired I might, up. I might quote tweet that and say, "Respect the boost stopper." <laughs> so it is a little. It's a different circumstance. You can't compare that performance. But let's let's like at least try to appreciate Webb here. I'm gonna get um, in there right now. Oh. <laughs> um, an amazing performance by Webb, though, right? He's just yeah. he, like when the day started, it was like never a doubt. There were like fifteen other names that mixed in there, and Webb was kind of off the map for a while. Then all of a sudden, it was like walking off seventeen, or he's up to, and it's his to win. He just—he's a stud. He's so good. He's—you know—I'm I'm stating the obvious right now, but um, I saw a, a tweet earlier from Nick Mackey about how he tweet—he was texting with. Buddy, a tour friend, 
back when the ban went in, anchoring ban. And he's like, well, Webb be able to like keep his game. And he goes, well, Webb was like the best putter before the ban. He'll figure something out. You know, before he went to the anchor, I'm sorry, Webb was a great putter and he'll figure it out after. And he's done that. Like that was a strength certainly this week. But of course, the whole, like all through the bag, it may not be the prettiest swing in the world, but all through the bag is, is really fun to watch right now. Yeah, I, I think that's it's so true. He obviously, there are so many guys that had their careers ruined by that anchor ban. I mean, one Swedish pancake, Tim Clark, um, and uh, a number of Ernie. others. Yeah, Ernie. No, Ernie. No, just kidding. Yeah, I'm but, kidding. You know. <laughs> just wanted to see if you're paying attention. But the, the fact, I mean, some might say that he's still anchoring. Um, well, oh, because the arm lock? <laughs> yeah. But are you arguing that right no, now? No, I'm not. I've used an arm lock putter too, so I, I you know, I'm, I'm as guilty as I'm, I'm the pot calling the kettle black. But okay, um, okay. I think it's incredible when someone has to like that's like pretty much mechanical adversity that he had to deal with, where you know his sure. equipment that he used to win a major, and he was obviously very bright young 20 something player then and now you know he's in his 30s i think he's about the same age as me and you i think he's maybe i think he's my age as i remember from junior really? golf scores yeah um, you got you got some work to do to catch up in the kids department he's your age yeah okay it's you know <laughs> you might need to go for twins let me tell you he he didn't live in downtown chicago for 10 years either you know <laughs> okay sure. uh, um but the uh, the it, he I don't know he's a great player and I think it, he's a if you if you rewind if you play his career if he if he comes fifteen years earlier I think he's yeah. even better player you know he does all of this despite being a below average distance guy he's yeah. a top five player and I think we've all been looking for at least somebody that's a little bit different to be in that top ten. And it's great that Webb has gotten back up there because, you know, he was a great player before the ban, obviously had a lot of trouble, but he's awesome. And I I feel like I've been saying it for six months, but when you take the driver out of the equation, he's the best golfer in the world, you know, from after the driver. And that's, I think, pretty without a doubt. He's the best golfer in the world after the driver? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody's better with the irons around the greens and on the greens than Webb Simpson. This week he gained 1.65 putting. Do I see that? 1.42 approach. I think that's just uh, on the round. He gained six. On oh, the I thought he had event average. He gained six. Event he, average. Okay. He gained six approaching. The, he gained 5.69. I got it. Yeah. Uh, that was a deal. Uh, yep. And, yep. Uh, and 6.6 putting. So, okay. I mean, he was eighth and second approaching and putting. So, so he's, he's outstanding. T- Seven-time winner, major winner, decorated amateur career. I think he was three-time All-American. You know, played on that Walker Cup team, legendary 07 Walker Cup team. Is he starting to push the boundaries of the Hall of Fame? Players' championship, major championship. Well, it's I think be, you got to win like fifteen times. It's going to be interesting to see how the the it's going to have to notch down. Because fifteen wins is not fifteen wins uh, just isn't going to happen that much anymore. Okay. Um, like you look at like DJ has gotten there. He's got twenty. Mm-hmm. They did you see that? Did you see when they flashed like towards the end of the telecast career wins? No. They put career wins up, and it was like Terrell Hatton won. Oh God! <laughs> one. He's won like seven times in Europe. It's a career. I mean, it's a PGA Tour ca- career broadcast. wins. Not not oh, like PGA Tour wins, career really? wins. Oh well, then that's bad. That's graphic. no good. Yeah, I might, that's I might, I might get my get on my DVR and rewind it just to screenshot that and and incite <laughs> Gary Player. I mean, if you write PGA Tour wins, I guess you know it's it's not telling the full story, but at least it's accurate. That's sketchy. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, so Web, it's a career. You know, we don't need to talk about it, you know, in grand terms yet, but he's been a, a, a preeminent talent of this era. Is that accurate enough to say? Like yeah. a t- top 10 to 15 talent in this era. No? And yeah. it's, it's like other work. Uh, 
Actually, his major record is awful. I just look at it now. He's done nothing really besides that U.S. Open win. He's got a T five at the Masters. He doesn't hit it far enough. And a T ten at the U.S. Open. That's he's, it. He's like you can't play in a lot of these events without the, you know. That's the thing. Yeah. Is you yeah. look at it and like, it goes back to like when Luke Donald got to number one in the world. How insanely good he you have yeah. to be. How many shots you have to pick up everywhere when you don't pick up like Rory picks up a shot around minimum just yeah. by showing up to the golf course because of his yeah. driver. Webb loses shots with his driver most right. most days. Right. Like right. you know how insanely good you have to be at everything else to make up that ground? Yeah. And that's the yeah. thing that's extraordinary yeah. about Webb Simpson <clears throat> is like the approach play, the around the greens and on the greens is just out of this world good. And like the fact that if you look at it too, like this year he's got two wins and he's the fifth ranked player in the world now. He's got two wins and and five starts. He's got a third to go along it, with it. You know, last year he finished runner up four times. He he's kind of amidst a a late career resurgence and the thing about his game is it's going to he he's going to be very good for a long time because i don't see like he's got that approach game that that's like a long jab he's he's kind of you know what he kind of reminds me of is jim furyk this era's jim furyk yeah one us open win i mean furyk's got what does Furyk have, like 20 25 wins, wins or something yeah, like that? 20, 20, about 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so Webb, definitely. Any other comments on Webb? Something we like this week certainly is Webb. Yeah, I, I, I like. I, I root for Webb Simpson. I'm a big yeah. Webb guy. I've come around. He took a lot of shit in the early internet era because it was easy to be mean. Um, but I think he's like an excellent, excellent human being. I'd and like to point like, out that I've never given Webb Simpson shit. And he's always the, I might have shared his shank on the 16th tee at uh, Augusta more than a few times. Do you, have you seen that? Yes. I mean, the ball goes like halfway, like almost goes close to the 15th green or something. Like, it's, yeah, it hits like the TV tower. Okay. Uh, but no, yeah, he's he's an excellent human being, excellent player. Um, all right. So what else did you like? Besides what else did I like? Abe Answer was fantastic. It was not, you know, I think this is one of the things like Abe Answer, like people will say, oh, he, he came up short here. And that's not the case. He just lost. Like Webb Simpson went out and won the tournament. And and it's not, you know, like what, Abe Answer played an incredible round of golf today. He shot 66. And, you know, he gave himself a shot to win, which, you know, I think that's the thing is like, this is not one where you can look at it and say, okay, like, you know, he kind of blew that coming down the stride. It was like, no, he just got beat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he played Uh, fantastic too. Right. No, he was, he was fat. He was awesome to watch, especially when he went at 15, you know, went up and over. He he was fantastic to watch. Uh, I think he lost strokes around the green and on the green. He just like, I don't I don't know what he, uh, he, yeah, his average across the week was, uh, you know, losing strokes on putting. He's just, I, he kept talking about the grain and all that. Like, is they're tricky? I can't figure them out. All the guys are bitching about the grain nonstop. That finish was that. just incredible. You had, you had Webb birdie three of the last four holes and burger and five of the last seven. Answer birdies two of the last four. Burger birdies three of the last four. Sergio birdies comes out. Sergio came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, yeah, we didn't see him the whole thing. I thought yeah. I thought the telecast was pretty good too. They had so many guys in the mix that it was so it's so hard to televise that because it's like I tweeted something about this. It was like disorienting because of how many guys yeah. were in it. You know. Yeah, it was great. It was dartboard tour uh, to the to the extreme. I I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great uh, television product. I thought it was just a great product for all the way around for the tour. And I, I I you know we give the tour lots of shit. Like I would just say the first two weeks back, and maybe they could have given us literally anything, and we would have consumed it. But like it's been really fun. It's been great. I just want to applaud. You know, it's been good to be back. We'll talk about the Nick Watney thing a little later. But uh, 
you know, as for the golf product, it's just been a great. I've had a lot of fun. How great! Golf how great is no fans? Can I can I just take a little bit of a victory lap here? Sure. It's just such. They're so not necessary in any way. I feel like I've been pretty quiet about it, <laughs> but I just keep getting messages so, sent to me that are like, you know, I I thought you were crazy, but this no fans thing is so much better. What aspect of it feels most validating? Like what part of it? Just like um, just you don't even notice week, that they're not there. This or week, what when they started bringing the drone shots in, is the most validating because I thought the drone shots were super cool, especially Sunday night with the sun coming down and they got yeah. some of those low shots. Yeah. of eight. Like it's just like you know, some people might not like say it takes away. They're showing something that's not a golf shot, but it does give you a different perspective of the golf course and the place that is like, it's the same thing as pebble last year when they had that drone flying along the cliff. Like it just shows you how majestic some of these courses are now, you know, river Highlands is a fine course, but I don't think a drone is going to do anything to make that place look like out of this world. Like it did at Harbor town coming down the stretch at the twilight. Yeah. Um, you know what I would compare it to, and you know what it made me think of a lot actually was Saturday night at Riviera last year when they were trying to make up time. Mm-hmm. Remember how that was one of the most like riveting, like just enjoyable products on TV? And I don't know if it has to do with the delay, where like there's just a lot of players on the course and a lot of like there's they're just the playing, pace is faster, fast because and they that's know what they made need to get done. Yeah, which that's separate now. That's what made Sunday such a shit show. It was like Saturday was so great and JB Holmes just put it all to a stop on Sunday. But like, I'm just wondering like these delays or the scene scenery of like the night, you know, I don't want to use the cliche word, the gloaming, but like, you know, as the, the sun goes hour. down. Yeah, it was, it reminded me of that. And it's just, I thought they executed and pulled it off really well. The players were flying, playing really fast and, I think CBS got most of it. It felt like it was just a lot of golf shots. The thing too is like that with the no fans, they get so much more player caddy audio. It was like the same. It's the littlest thing, but like when Webb and Ryan Palmer, when Ryan Palmer was all pissed off on the 18th green about the the bunker not being raked, <laughs> like we heard that. Otherwise, like if that if there are fans, everybody's going nuts because Webb just pulled yeah. to finished yeah. out. Like yeah. and we don't get any of that, and it's like yeah. as as a as a product, what you want your fans to feel like is if they're on their couch, that you want them to feel like they're there. Yeah, but like, okay, the realities of this are going to set in with like hospitality money and all that bullshit. All the people that spend money to entertain clients. Or Why can't there just be VIP? Why can't it just be 500 people and then like local charity kids from local charities? The only people I really care about are the kids that might want to go <laughs> see their 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 icons. Egg loves the kids. There you go. That's great. Uh, anything else about that you didn't like or you did like about the the no fans? Anything specific to that? Well, the, yeah, the drone. The drone. The, the drone. The the audio. The yeah. The fact that we don't they play faster too. Have you noticed that? They play Do faster. They? Yeah. I might no have looking to get for some balls. Stu- yeah, well, th- I think it's because they don't have to wait. That like when a big crowd's moving, sure. you have to wait longer. That may be. That may be. I'll tell you, I just, I, it felt like I was watching them tee off and then 15 seconds, 30 seconds later, CBS was showing them hit from the fairway. Now, some of that may have been the shot was delayed, but I don't think so. I'm talking Hatton and Answer, last group. They were flying. And I, and I think, of course, they're racing to beat the sun. And it didn't impact play. I don't want to hear this bullshit anymore about, you know, you don't play well when you play fast. All these guys are shooting, just piling up birdies, shooting mid-60s rounds, flying around the course, not thinking about it. Um, it was just, it was a great watch. Yeah, it was fantastic. What else did you like? Uh, what else did I like? I think Brooksy is coming was, on. That was my next one, Brooksy says he's the best he's felt in a long time. He's, he said this was the first he's ever time he's felt like really in it again since uh, I don't know uh, since Tour Championship. This was like he got the juices flowing. I feel like he's a freight train going downhill right now, and and he's about to knock down the the door. He might be about. Is he playing next week? 
Yeah, Travelers. Might be my pick next week. I don't know. Because someone chided him for using the wrong logo and tagged us in. He put an umbrella. He tweeted. He's like, on to Travelers. And someone CC'd us. It's like, wrong logo. And put a copy of the shirt. I hope one player adopts our logo. (laughs) What if Brooks buys a shirt? He might like it. Um, No, but it was... <clears throat> he sounds extremely encouraged coming out of it. Like just quotes. He's like working on the knee, massaging the kneecap. Just because when we heard those quotes in uh, Riviera, he's like, I may never be a hundred percent again. My knee, like he hadn't played in months. He's like, my knee on Monday is the worst it's felt, but that all seems to be behind him at the moment. And, you know, ball striking, watching him. Uh, he really, he was, I thought he was going to do it. I kind of did. No, it didn't end up mattering. You know, the missed putt on, what was it, 16? It wouldn't I have think. mattered. He was There's yeah. no way he was getting to 22. Yeah, Webb, it wouldn't Webb, have mattered. That's the thing, is Webb won the tournament. He went right. out and took it. You know, right. that's the, that was one of the cool things, I think, about the event, was you had all these guys, and you just, you didn't know, you had no clue. You, it, for a while, it looked like we were going to get a four-person playoff, and then Webb just, like, went up and snatched it. Like that yeah. is it, cool. That is neat. It was like a another sport where like whenever the Bears play the Packers, I'm always like, just just don't give the ball back to Rodgers. And then he gets <laughs> the ball back and they win. You know, he just goes and takes the game away. Brooksy looked really good. He's also, in addition to his play, he's just on Twitter, just, you know, barreling through people there too. Yeah. Who did Retweeting Eamon yeah. Lynch, our friend of the program, or maybe not for enemy of the program. He's an Retweeting. enemy. I think he's an, an enemy of the egg. He's a friend of, friend of you. <laughs> no, that's not true. Foe of the egg. <laughs> uh, retweeting Eamon Lynch, just a, an Eamon Lynch shot at Sergio, giving tacit <laughs> you know, approval of the shot at Sergio. Uh, so he's taking a run at Sergio. He's taking a run at Nick Faldo, which... Uh, He's getting really... I mean, he's been good at Twitter. but So, Faldo said something, you know, popped pop Brooks uh, Friday, maybe. Yeah. Because, you know, Brooks is telling the announcers to shut up and listen. And then, you know, Brooks doesn't say anything in that particular clip. And Faldo punches him and says, fascinating stuff there, Brooks. And, you know, here we are. Sunday, Brooks retweets his amazing drive to whatever four feet on the ninth hole. It says fascinating stuff here. And, and tweets again tonight about how fascinating week at Heritage and he's off to Travelers. So that's his new word. He's just taking runs at Faldo. He's, he's and he's, Sergio. And he's taking them at, he took them at Brandle. He's going after all the, all of the talking heads of golf. I don't know if you could classify Faldo as a talking head. Could you? I mean, he is now. That's all he is. We've got, you know, we did a lengthy spotlight on him. No, I don't know if so, he is his talking head though. What do you mean? He's a mumbling? He's yeah. just a rambling? Yeah, I don't think he classifies as like a. <laughs> I think he's more of like a, a quasi cheerleader comic relief act. He's kind of all over the place, right? Yeah. He he was he was pretty quiet today though. I think being remote creates this uncertainty where he doesn't pop in as often <laughs> with his stories that have no relation to what's happening. The thing is, he's so. won here. I know. He didn't have a lot to offer. I will say thing. he had one really good one on the Brooks putt. He said, this is going to go back right at the hole. Watch out. <laughs> That's right. And he missed it That's just right. like that. And Brooks looked surprised. And I was like, I was like, that was like one of the, I was like, wow, he he actually like that was like something that only a few people would know, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Thanks for the fascinating times at RBC Heritage. So big week for Brooks. That would be great if with we get a bunch of majors stacked up, season of championships, and he's he just he's at full them. go. Yeah, could be could be interesting. Um, what about what uh, Burger? I just he's a stud. I don't know. I mean, he he's someone I would have full faith and confidence putting on a team event right now. Not right now, but I mean, of course right now, but at the end of this season. 
I guess based on the way he looks. Justin Ray tweeted something about uh, about him. Okay, here it is. Justin Ray tweet: thirty-two straight rounds of par or better for Daniel Berger. Needs six more to tie the second longest streak in the last forty years. Fred Funk, who had thirty-eight in a row in '01 and '02. Tiger holds the record fifty-two straight. Jeez, just the chip in at seventeen. Oh, that was amazing. Three in a row. And then he's pissed on 18 because he, you know, he he had a green regulation but wasn't on the right side. It's just, he's really, really impressive right now. I'd have to say he's going to like kind of loiter in the top 10 of the FedEx Cup for the rest of the year, right? I mean, he just seems like that's a bad, bad metric. (laughs) Terrible. But he he looks really good. Really impressive. Uh, What else? I can't believe you just said that. Um, I was trying to think of something that wouldn't be too bold to take. I just I gave the Courier Cup a, a pop. So, I, oh, right. you know what I did like? <laughs> I don't know if this is I like it or I didn't really like it. Did you hear them talking about Joaquin Neiman and how Sergio's his mentor? Yeah, I that like it from true, a content right? perspective. Like, who of all the people in in professional golf, like he might be. Th- the person that would be the worst person to listen to advice from. Right. How to Unless, not keep like, your cool. How to uh, not realize your potential. How to offend lots of people. <laughs> the great mentorship for that. Right? Yeah. Just, it was mind-boggling. I, it was a moment where I just, like, my jaw hit the floor. Like, wait, what did, what did you just say? Maybe something to keep an eye on with Neiman. Yeah. You know? Could get um, things could get dark for the young young uh, <laughs> Chilean man. So I liked answer Neiman were great today. Neiman was Neiman was awesome. He putted his ass off. Tech, He's fun to watch play golf. Not like his strong suit putting, but he was great today. I feel like that he he's putted really well at the end of last year. Yeah, but they talked about how he won already this season, and I I felt like a different lifetime. It was. The tournament doesn't even exist anymore. There are no more military tributes. I feel like there should be like a uh there should be a pre stoppage season and a post stoppage season. Yeah. I had to because they talked about how it was Webb's second win and I had to think forever on what it was. It was Phoenix, the Finau. You know what's collapsed. the one good thing about this redeeming thing? We might be able to get the urine review pots down to like four four episodes <laughs> this year. Cause the year well, all right. Well, Let's not talk. Put a cart before the horse there. Um, I got nothing else for what I like. Oh, I just like golf finishing late. I don't. I know this is like unrealistic, but yeah. I just there's we talked we touched on this is like when it finishes at sunset is so cool because it it almost reminds like there's nothing better than chasing daylight on a golf course and the the optics of the golf course just pop when when that sun's going down, I don't know if there's like, if they know the weather's going to be good with like almost like 100% certainty. Can we just move tea times back so that they finish when it's like dusk? Yeah. Well, we should talk about this on a personal level. This, this one got dicey today because it's father's day. Oh, yeah. We're in a rain delay. A long one. Dinner's coming. You know, maybe, maybe a beer or two over the grill. You get to this point at five o'clock. Are we recording tonight or are we not? This was a very big moment of truth. Like the scales were tipping one way or another at five o'clock. I was, pray- I I was, praying, I was praying for Monday finish. Yeah, because you were ready to just, you know, take full bucket, you know, take a full <laughs> swing, uh, take a full bucket to the range. And, <laughs> you know. Of course, we got the 520 restart, and then we're in doubt of like, well, can they get it in? And then we got to record, and you know, and that's exactly what happened. And so I don't know if we want that late of finishes that often. Father's Day, I was ready to make a margarita right at five o'clock. <laughs> and thank God I didn't. I stayed, you know, on the off chance. But this was a significant moment of drama in the programming of which uh, program of this podcast. Brendan, so. I haven't had anybody to drink with. For like six months, not six months, yes. for four months, whatever this yeah. thing. Like yeah. we had, we had my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, family, yeah. family over, and I had, I had had, I had had two beers. I just started my third. 
I went to the. I walked to the store to go get more beer because I saw the rain delay, <laughs> and then I had to just halt. It had to cease cease fire, and I just was cut down. <laughs> so planned late finishes. Okay, but let's not do this dance where we got to decide whether we no lean in planned, or have to planned late finish when the when the forecast is looking dr- like wonderful. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. But then you always have the risk of the JB Holmes. Yeah, that's true. Or the Jason, uh, or the Jason Day. <laughs> Another one I like. What do you think a- was Holmes' worst performance as the rain delay? When at Tory or at, at Riviera? I mean, it's uh, it's probably the the best. Uh, I mean, how about at the Open when he shot like eighty five and was holding everybody up? Or the one at the Masters where they they, they hung with them, the camera hung on them for like. 60 seconds of the cuddle. I, I think that if you distill it down to a moment, it's that one. Because the camera literally just delayed on, on him. I, I think... Uh, <laughs> we might have to put the poll up. <laughs> with with Tori, you had the Grammys. I wish we could down. get a sponsor to, to, to sponsor. It's yeah. like... You know the what it, when they do the they go to the Scott Trade desk yeah. for the highlights. Yeah. We could yeah. have like the memories, and it would be yeah. we, we get the rights for the video of of the Tory. We get the rights for some highlights yeah. of of yeah. Riviera. We got yeah. the Masters one, and then we got the Open, and we put up a vote. All right, let's do it. Hey, what is Touch a Modern? They're just running this ad on my TV again right now. I don't know. Alt. So it's like a sharper image. Like the guy's on like a motorcycle in one minute, and then he's like playing cards the next. All right. Is sharper what image else do we? Still, uh, does that exist? I don't know. I don't know. It, that's what it looks like. These commercials all, all nonstop. Uh, another thing I liked, Abe Answers Caddy lighting one up in the middle of the 18th fairway. That's a guy who can get through, work his way through a cigarette if he's doing it with half a hole left to go in the round. Um, well, anything else it. you liked? He uh, might have. He might have. Um, no. JT mean, I, showing well. JT back in the mix. So, 62. What did you not 63? like? All right. Um, Ortiz's caddy not raking the bunker. Just complete dereliction of duty. Or do you think that should be the new protocol? I, You know, I could see how it would be really easy to forget to rake the bunker on the 18th hole, right? You know, like he probably was in it. He had to go do something. He planned to rake it afterwards, and then he just forgot. He got he, caught up in the moment of everybody, and he was thinking about to, he was thinking about the juice boxes he was going to put down <laughs> after the round. Everybody's racing the sun too. You want to get out of the way, but that was fantastic that they picked it up and outed him as the name. That happened at the Sawgrass last year, right? Wasn't it Spieth who was yelling about somebody not raking? I think it ended up being Scheffler, maybe somebody. It was a fellow Texas guy. I got uh, I got in a footprint in a state am once and I was so pissed off. Like what is what does that mean? What did you do? You were just boiling inside. Did you yes, do anything? Did boil. you say anything to anyone? A, did I think you... I made a double. Okay. <laughs> I was just um, pissed off. I didn't like the Adidas shirts. I oh. tweeted about this. They were really bad today. Just really conspicuously bad. And you know. Maybe they put this joins the PXG and Anma among people who won't advertise with us. But they just, they just, I, I understand that you want to make a golfer look very different, pro golfer look just professional athlete. But like, there's no conceivable way that people are wearing those at, at weekend rounds or at clubs or anywhere else, munis, right? They were just bad. It was bad on Hatton. It was I, bad I on Burger. It was you might see bad those. on Neiman. I think no. you might see those. So no, that's where I you can, see them. I can get with the, the mock. The, 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 those are the shirts that might be on sale in Dick's. I can get with the mock and the blade finding a, a home out there, but I don't think anybody wears some of these Adidas shirts outside of these you know, professional events inside the ropes. So these, those were conspicuously played a role Sunday night. What else? What didn't you like? Watney, um, testing positive, not a great. <laughs> I mean, that was that was definitely probably the thing that I didn't like the the most. But you know, how about like, Whoop using it as a way to activate? I mean, this Rory just threw it out there. Rory, Rory's like a spokesperson for them or something. I know. Whoop, 
Yeah. Became another whoop activation. It's, uh, it, I mean, it is pretty cool that they can pick it up from the rest of the Oh, you're, you're, you're in the, you're getting convinced. All right. Well, here's the um, thing. Here's the thing. It's like, that's how he figured it out. He probably yeah. wouldn't have even gotten tested if he didn't know that. Yeah. No, no, no. That's the thing. Yeah. That's, that's why there needs to be testing more. It's, I, okay. So, I think the, in a way, the Watney thing could be a very good thing long term for the tour in their comeback because I think it was like a reality check for a lot of players. Yeah. I think that, I think complacency, especially after, you know, a good first week can set in. And I think it, it, you know, not, uh, I think most of the players are taking it very seriously, but a few yo yo's that aren't, you know, (laughs) they, uh, that'll, you know, it, it should be like a reality check. Um, now we could talk about the, just the reality of the situation, how he passed on Monday and then he was positive on Wednesday. Yeah. Or or Thursday. Positive Friday. Friday. Friday Friday. Friday is when it came out. He he went to the course, was all over the course Friday, got tested Friday, tested positive. So, so that is concerning because it shows that there's a big flaw. And I, I know that the tour expected cases like that's, they kind of stumbled their way through cases. the messaging, though. Come on. Oh. They stumbled their way through it. Friday night was sort of a pile on, which, you know, they were always going to get shit, but the Euros were just having a field day with them. Um, well, the press and, release made it sound like he wasn't at the course. They were a little... Yeah. I don't know if that was purpose intended or not, but the language of that was a little... Oh, I think it was quite purpose intended. And then all these players were like, no, he was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the fact that they were letting him walk around was ridiculous. Yeah. That he came in at all. Expressed concern and then they let him. Yeah, walk just around. go hang out with the players. It um, does seem like. Um, yeah. It, it, but I thought what bothered me more the next day was how they were touting the t- tracing test. Yes. When, like, you have to. Those don't, the incubation and all that. I'm not a doctor. I don't want to tell it. But, like. It doesn't I, I think make any sense. Should those players have even been allowed to be out there? It's good that they tested negative. It's not like conclusive in any way. Like, it's, but in the way it was being celebrated by media on site and the tour just didn't. There was no like equanimity to it. So that's all. I didn't like that. Um, it seems like we're probably going to hear about more positive tests coming. Well, the crazy thing is some of these guys are going to get on the plane and they might not be, they might test positive today. Like this is, this is the way this thing works. You could test positive or negative on Friday and positive on Monday and not see anybody. You could be in a little room by yourself because of incubation. We don't love talking about this. No. We get like a lot of people asking us to talk about this. Like what questions we did an Instagram live, like half of the questions were on this. So say they're all getting on this charter together. Not all, but it's a significant portion. Like a recurring question we keep getting is like, what level does it shut it down? An event down? What what what? What's like the critical mass? So not speaking about my here, my but. guess. If I had to just guess, I and think knock on wood we will never approach this. I'm I think just like saying, twenty players at one event. Yeah. Whew, what do you think? I just think they're very gung ho about going. Yeah, they did this week. I mean, it kind of faded by Sunday, right? I mean, the story, you know. yeah. But like, they also they're going to a much safer place in terms yeah. of COVID. What was JT's quote? This place is an absolute zoo. <laughs> Everybody's on the beach. The restaurants are all packed. They're not taking it. F- no offense to Hilton Head. When you start a sentence like that, <laughs> what's coming next is going to be a, a zaner. So, and it, uh, yeah. I mean, and the thing about this is, like, it's not about the players. It, it you, you get so many, oh, it's just a cold. It's You know, it, it's, if you're saying that, like, you clearly haven't had a family member or anybody you know affected by this disease, and, like, it's not necessarily about the healthy players. It's about all the people that they come in contact with. It's about the volunteers, <laughs> like, the 70 year old guy that's doing shot link it's about yeah that it's not yeah. about necessarily the the 32 year old peak physical condition but it it still can infect those people like dramatically alter their lives 
So this it's not like a joke, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's just like w- w- what level of risk is worth shutting down, and what level of risk is continuing? Like, I think it, there's I think risk that a- people are going to get hit by golf balls and die. Like I'm not comparing it one to one at all. I'm just saying at what level do they? say this is acceptable they say it's acceptable right now obviously because we're playing golf so i think i think as long as it it's about the multiplying like if we go this week we had one and then next week say we have four and then Mm -hmm. say they go to the next week and they have 16 that's the problem when it starts to grow and my question is how are they going to have fans at memorial (laughs) yeah how are 8,000 people going to be on the grounds? That just doesn't seem like a good idea at this point. I mean, at this point, like, I just, this is great. Let's just, let's just, if if that precludes us from having golf because we wanted to jam a few fans into Muirfield Village, like, it precludes us from having golf in August, September, October, like, I just, like, that will really piss me off. Let's just, like, this has been good the first couple weeks. Yeah, we have yes. a positive test. Yeah, we're probably going to have more. But, like, let's not try to finesse it. Let's not try to get cute. And just, uh, you know, I'd rather have golf than not have golf. And it, yeah, so I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. Especially when you say no fans is actually making the product better. Uh, what I didn't like, the Sergio quote. Yes. <laughs> More deserve to get it. I mean, Sergio's such an asshole. He's just a complete head up his own ass, his whole career, his whole life. Uh, he's just an idiot. He's. What do you want me to say? He doesn't care about... He's a petulant little child. I think I've said so, enough. Can I you guess, say so. his whole quote? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. It was, it's, it's, Nick, it was along the lines of Nick's such a good guy. Yeah. A bunch of other guys out here deserve to get this more than he did. And it's just an important thing to point out. Nobody deserves to get this. No one. Not Sergio That's- himself. Even after I said, you know, I, I'm not super fan of him. I, I think he's proven himself to be who he is. You know, I've said that many times on this podcast over the years, whether it's, you know, now he's got two kids, you know, is he a more mature man because he's got two and he's married and all that stuff. Like he's still throwing clubs. He's still, which I, you know, I find that amusing, but yeah, probably, I probably will never and haven't forgiven him for the fried chicken comments. Let's just put it at that. Um, It's a ridiculous quote. If you're a player on tour, how pissed are you? Like Sergio, am I one that Sergio wants to get it? Do I just do, do. I deserve to get it. Do you Sergio? think that's why Brooks took a swing at him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Brooks is calculated in a little bit, but you know. Uh, anything else on that quote? We didn't like no. that. No, speaks for itself. Um, <laughs> you know what I didn't like? I didn't like Spieth's yeah. weekend performance. <laughs> what was his strokes gained approach on Saturday? Like four six or something minus four six. Negative four, I think. Oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah. We, we talked about this on the live pre-show. He lost minus 5.83 T to green on Saturday, I think. Yeah, that's what I say. He, he was positive off the T, just so you know. Holy shit, he was. How does that happen? Well, he... He, I don't know. It's I mean, I, I saw a low light reel and he was just in these backyards all over the place trying to, you know, hit through multiple levels of trees and hazards just to get in play. So I think I'm, you, I'm hanging back up. I'm, I'm going to start, you know, last week gave me a little bit of hope and uh, I'm going to start figuring out players on the world rankings that are going to pass him. Well, you know he's going to Travelers, and he's won there. He's going to shoot like a round in like sixty-five or something like that, and it's going to happen again, right? It's going to—he'll post a sixty-five or a sixty-six or something like that. How long till Mister CT Machine Corey Connors at sixty-four passes him? <laughs> You're looking at the world ranking. Joel, Jolie D at sixty-eight—he's coming up, up hot on him. Unbelievable! It's quite a tumble. Um, and last thing I didn't like was all the talk about the bombers. We heard this this morning again. So yelled about it on Instagram. I just like, because it brings shorter hitters into it doesn't mean it takes bombers out of it. And that's the whole thing that people seem to be missing. Like they're bombers. They're good players because they hit it far and hit it straight often too. 
Yeah. Um, like, uh, but we just have this simple one-track mind. I heard it on the broadcast yelling about it. It's just, just because short players have a better chance doesn't mean the bombers don't have a chance. That's it. So, um, all right. That's all I got for what I didn't like. Um, Anything else you want to talk about reactions? No, I, I, uh, it was cool. The Korean, uh, LPGA event, uh, I can't remember who donated her first place check to COVID. Yeah. Mike Clayton tweeted about that. Her entire for first place check. Wasn't it like a 170K or something like that? Yeah. So, so, so young. So young. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, and after she donated a bunch to the uh, Australian bushfire relief. So, mm-hmm. so that was cool. I thought that, um, I don't know. Other news. Oh. The U.S. amateur. Do we want to talk about that? Oh, we can we push could, that down the hand. Yeah. Uh, Kick that down Chris the road. Chris Kirk. One. Oh yeah, I have that result. Amazing short. story. So that was Saturday. It was sad. I had. It was not a fun Saturday. Skinny Vinny. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he played great tournament. Played great Florida swing. Just yeah. didn't have it Sunday. But if Florida. if he didn't win, Chris Kirk was a really cool story. Did he get Popper of P- Pontevedra Awards? I haven't done. We that. have to look at cumulative. We'll have to look at that. He might be the Popper of Pontevedra. It's a, it's a good, uh, Nick Hardy and him both had T uh, T nine T five. Okay, all right, Illinois. Uh, Rory, we never got to Rory's quote about Euros need to get over here and play and stop whining. They have no one to blame but themselves. Well, so like that quote came out, and then Watney gets test positive, <laughs> and it's kind of like I kind of was thinking in my head, I'm like, I bet Rory's really bad. He said that now. <laughs> Because, like, if there's a, a big outbreak, it's like, well, they're going to look like geniuses. It was pretty uh, aggressive at, you know, Westwood, Fleetwood types, maybe Adam Scott. He's, I think, uh, Lou Brown had some tweet about, like, at this point, Rory's going to stop over at Jay's house to ask if he can mow his lawn, too. <laughs> um, you know, telling everybody to get over here and play. So, any other things? Chris Kirk, So Yunru, other news? Are you good? I'm good. You got the Kirk any- thing. We should talk about that more. But it happened Saturday. I, we don't. We're just, you know, regurgitating everything that everybody said Sunday. It's just a great, great story. Seen, you know, someone you would you want to see win. So, all right, all right. That's it. Sunday night heritage recap we'll be back wednesday with uh travelers travelers motion no one can see me doing you know what the shirt's on sale it's the joey crawford underwriters championship let me tell you if we if we sell a lot of this i'd be really surprised it seems like we're on our way we just got the latest stats from will knights we're kind of we're pushing this we've got some more of those band shirts uh the the chain smokers themed uh tour shirts yeah, those are those with are all the nicknames. So those are cool. Hot item, but yeah, so and then we got Check coffee, coffee, fried too. egg pro shop. <laughs> now I'm just peddling. Now I'm just peddling. We're just peddling shit. products. Sorry. All right. Good night, everybody. We'll be back Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>